When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome to Secure the Insecure. This is the podcast where I say it's okay to not be okay. I'm Johnny Seifert and every week I'm joined by one very special guest. My guest today started her career as a beauty therapist in Newcastle before she went on season five of Love Island. Now this was the year where for the first time ever we basically had one person win the show instead of a couple. Now, whilst Tommy and Molly May were the favourite couple, my guess was the one we really fell in love with as we watched her journey through the series of Finding Love, having that BAFTA-nominated Castlemore twist and showing her vulnerability. Since then, she's been an activist and has now turned to writing as she releases her first novel, Until I Met You, out to buy now. I'm delighted to welcome to Skidinska, Amber Rose Gill. Hello, Amber Rose. Ooh. Hi. Thank you so much for doing this for us because I've read your book this week absolutely love it now I love a Mills and Boone book I love HarperCollins and so yeah. they said to me Amber Rose Gill's got a novel I thought oh that's interesting it's not a memoir it's a novel I didn't know what to expect yeah. I was obsessed I couldn't put it down I, there was one night I spent a, uh, the whole night reading 150 pages of it yes, I love it I love that I love that I'm so happy honestly it makes us so happy to hear that it's really nerve-wracking like you said memoir would have been just so uh I'm, I'm far too young to write a memoir I'm sorry. I'm far too young to be writing a memoir. And so this romance was just like much, a much better idea for me. I've always been into writing and it's very different. And it's, it's been really scary because it's been so different. But to hear that people are really enjoying it and that you enjoyed it, like makes my day, like makes my life so happy. And what's really nice is, we'll talk about your book in a second, but Amber Rose Gill, until I Met You is out to buy now. Next week, Yuanda Biala, who's on your says her book, Reclaiming, is out to buy. She's on my podcast, Kidding Skin, next week. It's quite nice. Two yellow books are out together in the same two weeks. Yeah, man. From two, two girls from Love Island, which is just crazy. Why do you think that is? Why do you think now? Because, you know, you did Love Island a couple of years ago. Why do you think now? And I mean, I've spoken to Yuanda about this. Everyone can hear it next week. But why do you think now is the right time for you to bring out your first novel? Um, I think I'm more settled, you know, like at first it's very much like a whirlwind thing and it kind of, you, you, you don't know what path you want to take and like, what can I do? And then I see now, like three years into it, 
I'm way more sure of myself. I know that I want to be on a different path to everyone else. I want to create my own lane. I want to do something different. I want to do things that matter as well. And so, yeah, I just felt like the perfect fit for right now. The pathway you're talking about is quite interesting. There's been a lot of articles this week about you, certain things that you've tweeted. And is it okay right. to touch on this? Just because okay. there's yeah, Twitter. that Twitter put things out and there's obviously the articles that are very clickbait at the moment. I just think on a podcast is the perfect place to give you the platform to just speak openly and just pull it yeah. to your account. So the quotes that have been put out basically today... Uh, Amber Gill says she couldn't uh, switching teams was the best decision I've ever made in my life Uh, she couldn't put herself through being with a man again and they make her feel ill yeah so obviously there's a lot of conversation around your sexuality at the moment now yeah what do you want to put on record for this just so that it's put to bed and that people want to know they just listen to they don't need to be you know speculating or whatever what do you want to say um I just want to say that let's not try and put people in boxes and just let people be free to love who they want to love and be who they want to be as well I think that like you know all this speculation just makes it harder for people to want to say how they really feel and you know talk about their sexuality like you know me putting out that tweet I got anxiety last night thinking oh my god this is going to turn into an article because I didn't think that it was going to get as much traction as what it did like I really didn't like I was only making a light-hearted joke about Love Island but I think all this speculation and headlines just makes it so much more pressurized for people to not be open. How do you feel now you've seen that or has it made you go oh my god I need to delete that tweet and can I be authentic? Because obviously people who watch you and who follow you know you from Love Island, which is very much a heterosexual thing of girl and boy. And so yeah. it's almost like banned to be even part of that community if you do a show like Love Island. Yeah, I think that people don't expect it, but you shouldn't really expect any anything of anyone, really. Um, and I did think when I saw it getting like, you know, 400 quote tweets, I thought, oh my God, this is going to go into like articles tomorrow. Which it wasn't my intention because I'm not saying things like that for attention. I just thought it was a funny joke. You know, it was just something funny. Like I wasn't even saying like, oh, it was my choice to do that. It's just how I feel, you know, because some people were saying it's not a choice. It's not a choice. I'm like, yeah, no, it's not a choice. I'm not saying it's a choice. I'm making a joke because all those men on there are acting crazy. And I'm just glad that I don't deal with that anymore. And that's all. I was just making a lighthearted joke about it. And it's really scary how, you know, lighthearted jokes can turn into like big, big, headlines and articles it's re- it is quite scary it is, it is really i didn't scary. even know there was articles yet you're uh, you're the first person to tell me <laughs> well I'm, I'm here to not warn you but because i care and therefore like it's hard if you were if this was you coming to deal with it and it's you know if this is your coming out story we know obviously the way philip Schofield did it on this morning the way kelly holmes did it on instagram but they owned it. They had the opportunity to pull it out there themselves. Whereas what I see kind of happening is the press are putting their version out and not your version. Yeah, yeah. And also, like, I'll say what I want to say when I'm ready to say it. There's no need to speculate or anything. You know, we can all see, like, you know, what I'm saying. Um, but when I'm ready to say what I want to say, then I, then I will. But, like, let's just leave it for what it is. And I think that there's this major thing to know. Like, people want to know. And it's like, do we really need to know or like, or we're just like force, like forcing it? Like, ooh, there's speculation now. How about let's not speculate, you know? No, th- and I think it, it, it's interesting with the reality world. Obviously, Chrishell in Seven Sunsets came out as well. Yeah. And, you know, the way she did it of, here's a picture. Oh, yeah, they've been pictured. And that's that. And that's 
in your own time. And this is what's interesting, and it comes actually to your book as well, is it's all about friendship. And that's what I took away from your book. It's all about friendship. And there's yeah. something really interesting you said in the middle of the book. Is a friendship defined by how many secrets that you know about that person? See, I've read the book. I can see your yeah. face. Actually, someone who's interviewing me has read the book. I know. I'm like, wow. wow. So you talk about secrets and the fact that a friendship is defined by how many secrets you know, not about how much time you spend together, etc. Yeah. So this whole idea of secrecy, and I don't want to use your sexuality as anything, but just to wrap up this conversation is, it's for you and your friends. It isn't for the public domain to know until you are 100,000 ready. And also, there's actually something to say. Because let's say you did have someone. If you don't know how it's going to go yet, what's the point of making it official until you're and this is this is my standpoint at the moment is that, like, I don't want to feel like I want to say anything whilst I'm single because it's like, why? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, why are you saying, like, why? <laughs> But obviously it doesn't matter, but just, I'm just thinking in my head, like, why would I do this whole thing now? Like, obviously, like you said, Chriselle was dating, um, I can't remember the name of the person, but she was dating and they came out together. Right now, what am I to say? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's it. That's it. So let's, that's let's get away from that, because that's boring. <laughs> okay. Um, I wanted you to have the platform to basically speak out before Thank I was clickbaits you. Let's talk about because I absolutely love this book. I find it hard to interview authors because when you bring out a book, I've read it, but someone else hasn't. And then there's that line of spoilers because you put so many twists in it. It's always really hard to, to know I'm what to say and what not to say. So as I always do with an author, tell me about the book. Okay, so are you trying to put it on me? I know I've- Yeah, I've you can say what you want about it. You can. No, but I've had to be really careful not to say any spoilers. Um, but basically, it's about Samantha. She's in a place in her life where she doesn't really know what she wants to do. She's a free-spirited girl. She's independent, but she's just in this space of confusion. She gets dumped before she's supposed to go to a wedding, and her partner was a plus one to her best friend's wedding. And so it's basically a book about navigating life being single when all your friends are hitting different milestones to you and to always be open to unexpected things and then yeah we we'll just basically see her journey through the wedding and the characters that she meets and she might meet some people that she really enjoys and let myself go and finally finding that thing that she really loves to do so she initially thinks that she wants to be a travel blogger and then it changes into something that's more personal to her and that she's better at. And she finds that very authentically. And I'd say that is what the whole book is about. I try not to give too much away, but it is really hard. Like you say, like, I don't want to give any spoilers. I want people to make of it what they want. But that is the sort of outer shell of what's going on in the story, in the book. Well, we can say one thing is that she creates a friendship group. Because that's not a bad thing to say. That's important as well, because that's a sense of belonging. And in that group, you've got a gay couple, you've got a best friend that's like a sister, you've got kind of acquaintancy type friends. And so that's interesting. Yeah. You're not all a group who've gone together as best friends. It's a group that you kind of know each other, but you've all got your own individual storylines within that. Yeah. That, right? yeah. And I think the two main messages that I want people to take away from the book, one of them being the friendships and how important friendships are, um, like you said, that line was one of the one of my favorite lines that you just said there. Um, but that was one of the best. Just how important it is to have a strong friendship group and and navigating friendship groups when everybody's hitting different milestones and how close you are to different people. And then the other message is um, 
it's okay to be confused. It's okay when things go wrong. You can find a way. You don't have to be sure on everything straight away. And I think that that's a real issue for girls, me and around my age, is that we all want to have it figured out and have it all together all the time. And it's just not the reality. And I wanted to show sort of that through the book and how it all ends up working out okay. Well, this is the thing. I'm about to turn 30 in a couple of months' time. And to me, 30 is like an adult. That's like a big number. And I've still not got figured it out yet. And I worry all the time. And then it's funny that you say that when you're a couple of years younger than me, of like, I need to figure it out still. And it's interesting that this world we live in and that obviously the way social media is and the way that we all live our lives, we all think that everything's defined by a certain number. And you're right, yeah. it isn't like that. And I don't want to give a spoiler again, but it's experiences that can carry you rather than what's in front of you. Definitely. And I think I, I just wanted that message to be apparent because like you said, the social media world, everybody wants to be perfect. Everybody wants to have everything together. They want to have the best things. They want to have the best job and the best relationship. But that's not where the fun of life comes from. The fun of life, I think, comes from the chaos. And like, just as long as you've got a good supportive friendship network, doesn't matter what goes wrong it'll all work out you know or not necessarily it'll all work out but you'll just figure it out like you'll just figure it out and stop putting so much pressure you know so when you think of your friends and what type of friend are you what do you bring what's your role in your friendship group i think i'm a hugo if i had to say i was any friend i'm a hugo i bring the satire and the sarcasm and the jokes here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. No, but I'm the non-judgmental friend. You can come in with anything. You can tell me anything and I'll be, it'll stay with me 
and I'll always have an answer for you as well I'm that non-judgmental friend that you can come to with anything and I'm also the friend if you want to have a laugh something's not that great then I'll try and put a positive spin on it and we'll make a big joke out of it and I'd say I'm that friend and what about the other side and this is maybe a bit of a hard question what type of friend are you that are kind of the weaknesses to your friendship my weaknesses are that I'm a bad communicator so I'm a bad texter and I'm never the one that will organize dates. Like I'll put dates in the diary and stuff, but I'm never the one that reaches out. I don't know why I'm like that. And I'm trying to work on that, but that's definitely my weakness as a friend. Like I'll wait for people to say like, oh, do you want to hang out? Like I wouldn't do that myself, which is very strange, but yeah. So that's Amber Rose Gill. The book Until I Met You is out by now. You've also got a podcast, which is incredible. It's of the National Lottery. It's called Amazing. Yeah. Inspirations. Let's talk about it. Cause it's all about inspirational people. I love the first two episodes. Who inspires you, though? I take inspiration from everywhere, if I'm completely honest. I wouldn't say a specific person. I don't know why I'm like that, but I just wouldn't, I would never say a specific person. But I take inspiration from everyday life and watching people. So like on this podcast, I take inspiration from the people that I'm talking to because I'm like, wow, like there's an episode that's just about to come out and I'm talking about a woman who has a charity that helps educate young people on like their history that isn't in the school curriculum. So like South Asian history. And then I obviously talk about black history and the story in the podcast. And like, I take inspiration from those kinds of people because I'm like, you make me want to do more. You make me want to do better. You make me push to bring awareness to things I wasn't thinking about before. So I take inspiration from everywhere and being able to do a podcast like amazing starts here inspired us like beyond belief like you have no idea how much it inspired us like all of the different concepts you know there was the ben buddy slack who did the swan song project the end of life music which is just amazing um and then we'll have integrate who are working with fgm you know i never would have conversations surrounding fgm if it wasn't for that episode so it really opened my eyes. So I get inspiration everywhere. I feel like that's a boring answer, but yeah. Do you know what? It's not at all because I feel like it makes you grow up. Like if you're talking about FGM, for example, it's not in your friendship conversations because it's yeah. an older thing. It's also not a westernised thing. It's a very easternised thing. Yeah. And it makes you actually look at the world, but also look at the role you want to play in the world and further your education because we are, we are limited to what we know. Yeah. It makes you go... There are other people in the world and this is what they're going for and yet I'm complaining about XYZ. And that's really important for me, I think, to educate myself and be aware of what's going on in the world. I think that's the most important thing in life. You know, I'd never want to walk around being unaware of reality. And I think because of what I do in the industry I'm in, it's easy to get detached from reality. And I want to make sure that I'm never, that never ever happens to me. And so, yeah, I like to be able to just speak to as many different kinds of people as I possibly can, because you learn a lot. You really learn a lot. So how do you do that? How do you, apart from those conversations, what work do you do on yourself to stay grounded and continue that self-development? I always like to journal and write a lot of things down. I think that it keeps us super grounded. I like to take time out as well. Um, and just sit with myself. It's in my personality to do the things that I want to do. However, my perception of that can be clouded when you're so um, hyper visible on Instagram and social media, you forget like what your driving forces are. 
And so I have quiet time where I'm like, you need to sit with your thoughts and really think about what you want to do, what you think your purpose is and what really makes you tick, like what you get satisfaction from. And when I do those things, then jobs like the National Lottery job come up for me. But what you need is a private Instagram account, where a second Instagram account, where the first one, obviously your public one, which you've got millions and millions of followers on, is your portfolio. That's where you put your modelling pictures, your campaigns, whatever. You then need a second Instagram account, which is for those inspirational quotes, the journaling, and the real you that isn't the public you. Because it has to be a private version of yours as the public. And oh, that's yeah, what kind of social media kind of started for, was to have that way. But obviously, as a reality star, you have to have that public account, and it has to be very focused on a business. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I totally agree. And I just, I sort of have that anyway, not an Instagram account as such, but I feel like in order to survive in this world, like I have had to make a clear distinction between private Amber and public Amber. And where do we see the private Amber? Where do you see the private Amber? In what way? The way you conduct yourself, is it very much within your home is when you're private when you're in your friends as in if you're going to friends that's no picture zone that's private time no i i would say it's not so much like that i would say it's insofar as in my head there's two different people there's the one in the public and there's one not in the public it doesn't change so we can still have fun we can still take photos it doesn't change but it helps me detach from if somebody doesn't like me, that's not a personal attack on me because there's private Amber that my friends and family know and they know me and they get to talk to us every day. And there's public Amber who's in a public domain and not everybody gets the right end of the stick. So and so creating that distinction just helps me not, you know, lose it. Does that make you almost like an introverted extrovert? Extrovert being the fact of the public domain, but then there's this introverted version that comes out which is, I'm not going to listen to any of that. I know that is based on the public version, not my version. Yeah. And that's like, uh, yeah, I ha- like I had to do that pretty much ASAP because you get wrapped up. You get wrapped up and you think that people hate you in here, in your heart. And it's not true because they don't know you really. They know what was shown on the TV and they know what's shown on social media, but they don't know what you, keeps you up at night and they don't know what your struggles are and they don't know you know, who your friends are, your family are, and you don't know what you do for people in private. And if you don't make that distinction, then, well, for me, if I didn't make that distinction, I would have really been taken at the heart because I care about what people think as well. I really care. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I think that I've got a platform and I've got a responsibility and I want people to enjoy what I put out, you know? And so I do care. 100%. So let's talk about Ireland. Because obviously, former Love Island winner, you know the insides and the outsides of what's going on. Season eight, we're on now, we're in the middle of it. This podcast is being recorded on the 5th of July. It's going out on the 9th of July, 2022. This is the year of Gemma Owen. We've seen Gemma X go in. We've seen Gemma's best friend's best friend go in. We've seen Ronan Keating's son, who I'm sure Ronan Keating and Michael Owen are friends and they've met. Why is this the Gemma show from a (laughs) Love Island winner? I have no idea. I have no idea. But you know what? I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I love Gemma. I love her. She's my monotone queen, just like me. She's very dry. She's very funny. And I just, I see myself when I watch her. I'm like, she's the most like me out of anyone that I've ever seen on Love Island. And I love it. Um, so I'm not mad about the Gemma show. I can't lie. I'm not mad about it at all. I love her. But I feel like it's almost become like an ex on the beach that... Like with Danny Dyer, 
it's like they're chasing this audience that's already there. It's like you don't need to give us that. We're still going to watch it. It doesn't matter. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure why they brought the X in. I'm not sure why they brought the X in. That was the only thing that I thought, nah, that was kind of like not necessary. But the rest of it, I think, she's just the star, baby. She's just the star of the show. <laughs> but I think Ekansu, it's Ekansu's island as well. Let's not pretend. Ekansu has carried this season so far. She's been carrying the season. Well, Damika would have also issued given that chance. The way she entered the villa and the way she was those first two days, she could have been, again, the same as Ekansu, which to your series is almost like the Molly Man, the more of the series. Yeah. That they yeah. kind of bring that drama, but obviously they yeah. haven't really been given the chance yet. No, I, and I think that in Love Island, you you kind of get dealt different cards. Everybody gets dealt like different cards. You know, I got dealt some great cards and then some shitty cards and you just never know. But I feel like Danica was not dealt, Danica, should I say, it was not dealt the best cards. She just mm. wasn't. You know, she came in, she didn't get to go on a couple of dates. It was just like, you've got to recouple up with someone now. And she didn't really get the ch chance to like get to know people. And yeah, and I think that she's had a tough time in there. But now she's got six men. She's going to bring one of them back. And I'm happy for her. So who are you backing to win? Nobody at this point. Have you seen Dami in India? I love them too. And he's, he's now kissing someone else in the terrace. It was them too. And now nobody. What would that have meant, though, if they had won the show as the first black couple to win the show? Is that important to you? Well, I would have loved that. I would have loved that. It's just, it's just nice to see, isn't it? Obviously, I was like the first mixed race girl, first interracial couple. People like to say that one. And people love that. And, you know, with the book and stuff, it's all about representation. And I think that would be great for that if they won the show. I think it would be so good. And plus, I love them as well. Final question about Love Island. Last week we saw the Heartbeat Challenge and I said, the first person I speak to from Love Island after, I need to know, how the hell do you have that much confidence to do the Heartbeat Challenge? And for those that haven't seen it or don't know what I'm talking about, the Heartbeat Challenge basically is where you do a strip show and you lap dance across all the men, not even just one, all of them. Oh, yeah. The ones you don't even care about, you're still having to kiss, you're still having to be kind of under the yeah. track. What went yeah. for your mind, Amber? So, we all hated it. I was highly embarrassed I feel like mine wasn't that great to be fair I still got some hearts raised but mine wasn't that good it was just it's a bit awkward it's a little bit awkward but I feel like the way they edit it with the slow motion and stuff they make it look really sexy the reason that it was so good this year is because all the girls are sort of actresses dancers competitors they're all sort of like in that realm and so that's their forte Whereas the girls in mine, we had to be dragged out to do those dances and put the costumes on it, honestly. It's horrific. Well, look, Amber, your book, Until I Met You, is out by now. It's a Mills and Boone imprint by HarperCollins. I love HarperCollins. I love all their books. Mills and Boone, HQ Stories are two of their best in-house uh, imprints. It, just go and buy it. It's a proper summer read. I read it in two days. If I was Woo! on holiday, it'd been one day around the swimming pool. Absolutely loved it. Until I Met You is out now. Rose's friend Anna Vakila was on a couple of weeks ago. Yuande Biala's on next week for her new book. And if oh, you got all the girls? I've got all of them. And if you love Love Island, even better, I've got Amy Day, Rachel Finney, Shauna Phillips, Sharon, Belle Hassan, Anton Fintapi, Shaduza, 
many, 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 many more. I love Love Island, and that's the home of Security and Security. It's basically for Love Island and a couple of others. Um, you've been listening to Security and Security with me, Johnny C. If you like what you have, please do go and rate the podcast, like it, subscribe, share it with a friend, tag me at Johnny C for at Security and Security Podcast, and I'll be back same time next week. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, thank you and goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.